0: hey welcome to come on you spurs tv where we talk about everything spurs today we are taking a look back at the match between tottenham and Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, the match took place at the tottenham hotspot stadium 2 p.m kickoff this is a live stream um, with me on the other side i've got chuma um, tottenham runner 5-1 winners we'll take a look back at uh, the key points
1: and key moments and talking points that are during the match, join us on the other side. But in the meantime, come on, you Spurs. Welcome back. Uh, this is Common On you Spurs TV, where we talk
0: about everything Spurs. Like I said in the um, preamble, uh, we are going to take a look back at the talking points and the key moments in the match between Tottenham and Shakhtar Donetsk. What a match. Uh, preseason, Andrew Postakoglu's first match in charge uh, at the Tottenham Hospital Stadium. And, I mean, fitting uh, outcome, if you like, uh, for attacking play and... Um, fun for football that uh Tottenham fans have been craving for so long. Uh, what a start, Truman, Truman. Uh, I know that you have this, um, news for customers
1: as <laughs> <I say> <laughs> <For> the US, <laughs>
2: <laughs> for those who uh, <laughs> yeah, our fans and those who love this channel. Good afternoon, Common News, Spurs Nation. At the end of a very, very good game, and for first game, um. We just want you to please do us a favor of liking and subscribing and commenting, especially now this is a live event. You we'll get involved and comment on anything you want us to talk about regarding the game, regarding transfer, regarding anything to do with Top Hotspur from this point forward as well. Thank you.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Right, so um, let's go back and see what's happening. Here at uh, Tottenham Hotspur, right. So we, where, where, where do we start? Where do we want to make? Where, where, where do we even start? I mean, uh, Truma. I know that. Um, I saw the game first half. Um, There's a, it's a lot to talk about. I mean, first couple of minutes, uh, turn from Harry Kane to take things forward. Uh, good save from the keeper, and you know. And next thing you know, you had even uh, Mr. What, what's his name? Now? Mr. Emerson pressing forward in the inverted role. You know.
1: I, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So many, so many great points to take from this match. So well, I mean, you t- you, t- you take it away, and I'll bring the points. as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's something I'm um, excited about. Yeah. I guess you know, from a Tottenham perspective.
2: Um, I, I, I'll, I'll put it this way: I think it's something that um, our good, a good brother, uh, Falabi, who is also on the show most times, he put down, "You're only as good as the opposition allows you to be." And, and that was in reference to so I said I expected to see Shakhtar attack Spurs, but then I was wondering can they attack or is it the fact that they are being hemmed in so much that they can't attack? And I think it's the latter. From the kickoff, it was obvious Spurs were pressing, Spurs were in shape, and it just the first seven minutes I think I counted like two, three chances that already you could see things were developing. It was just a question of wrong pass in here. This happening, and then their their goalkeeper, who started the game, you know, he this was his last competitive match or last match for Shakhtar Donetsk, and uh, he's been a very very good servant for them, and he put in some really good saves. Like he he wasn't going to go out conceding.
0: I mean, yeah, that that was as well. that, so that that was really really um, impressive from his perspective. I mean, obviously last match in yeah. charge. I, this guy has played, what, 452 matches for for Takta and, and they gave me a fitting send-off, you know, and someone was saying that maybe they should do the same thing for Lloris at <laughs> Tottenham as well. <laughs> you know, but uh, I'm pretty sure that we, we'll do something when, when 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 the time comes, if we're able to do it, I mean, before, before he, he, he heads up because obviously he's looking for opportunities elsewhere. Well, I mean, I think, like, like I said, uh, Kane efforts on goal, first couple of minutes of the match, Emerson follows up, you know, and then you had this i mean uh papa matessa effort as well i mean all within the first few minutes i mean thankfully okay from shakta's perspective if that ball had gone either side of, of, of the keeper that was a sure goal from 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 sir
2: but twice what struck me twice actually he had the ground one as well exactly he had the ground shot first that was straight yeah. then the turn then volley that absolutely the keeper now, took over brilliantly
0: what struck me was the fact that we had this really really good press at the beginning of the match which didn't allow any turnover at all from the ball or, or any time we lost the ball we gained it back very very quickly almost like we were all over them like like a rush and, and you mentioned earlier on that uh, it, it was very almost impossible for them to sort of attack why are they attacking us i mean i mean you answered the question yourself because <laughs> we were all over them like a rush i mean that, i found that to be really really impressive what, what, do, what do you think
2: I, I was really impressed with um I was really impressed with uh, Pierre Emil Heuberg. Like you know, we love him, we hate him. Uh, Pierre Emil Heuberg, for most fans out there, he's like Marmite. But oh, my goodness, he played that sixth position perfectly well today. He he simplified it. He didn't do anything too great, he didn't do anything bad, he just collected the ball, passed it on. He now joined up with uh, Romero and Davies who are the center backs whenever the players yeah, were pushing forward you could just see him sort of lean back with them if one of them carried out the ball he covered their space as well and he too made forays into the box as well it was like our two midfielders um Saar and, and Madison were just camped on the edge of their box you know uh Destiny commentators even alluded to that as well every time Son came inside you could see Destiny peeling off left you know the first half um oh, I'm, I'm seeing a comment metal meta football TV, hey, hi meta football um the first flat first half much better second half um it was flat but it wasn't as flat as it was in the previous games there was actually movement there was actually a lot of stuff happening it just the fact that it didn't come off as well as it did and chances weren't taken the way they should have been taken there were a couple of half chances there that i didn't see in the previous games in the first half this first half for me was this most encouraging first half of all the preseason games i've seen where it had sort of like su- supposedly the first 11 or the or the, or the the foundation of a first 11, I think, that will take into the season. And in my opinion, I thought they were really good. I thought they were awesome, like compared to the other first halves. And then second half, they built on it. But the first half, there were chances. I, I, I thought James Madison had a very good first half. I thought he was bubbling. And then for him to shift the ball one side to the other after being put through and then Win that penalty. I thought that was brilliant. I don't know what do you think. What do you think about Madison's uh, performance first
1: half? Uh, the joys of um, technology, right?
0: <laughs> I said. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think one of the things I found to be really, really good in the first half was the fact that we were very strong in the press. We didn't allow any transition to secrets at all, right? And it was quite a good interchange between uh, all the front of the forefront, but I saw this move, and I saw it almost like you had Udoji. almost like in the middle of the park, in the middle of the field, you know. So that sort of created that big uh, what's my call lack of space for anything to happen from the from from the counter press perspective from the um, from from Shakta. and I and I found that he. I mean, there was, there was one point when he was playing very close to Madison. I think to myself, what's he doing there? <laughs> you know, now, but that what struck me in, 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 the, in the match was the way Odogee and Emerson did that inverted role so well throughout the whole match. You know, they they kind of took up all the space and complemented the midfield in such a, an impressive, impre- impressive way. I, I, I mean. So for me, it was such a good performance. I mean, the first few minutes had had us, okay. We were pressing, and the point when they, they kind of broke up at, at some point, and Bicario had to come out, and actually sort of mm-hmm. intervene because there was a mix-up between him and I think it was Romero or something, you know. Um, so he had to had to give away a corner. Um, at at, at, at that at that point in mind. but I, I found that to be really really interesting. I'm getting some really really interesting comments. Let me just say this to uh, people viewing us from home or wherever they're viewing us. Let us Know where your I mean, where your uh, viewers from? If you put your name as well on the comments, that would help a great deal. MetaFootball, football. Thank you so much for joining us. I know we were meant to have a broadcast with you, but so unfortunately, you had those uh, personal circumstances. Again, we commiserate with you, and uh, yes, we wish you very, very well. Now, um, someone saying you uh, who's saying uh, we shouldn't, uh, we should have had, um, we should not have had um, Kane on. You know, why is he playing? You know, but just a matter that. Uh, no one knows that he's actually living, you know. I mean, it's all speculation at, at, at this point in time. And as far as I mean, if, if for me, if he was living, I'm sure that, well, I mean, he wouldn't have played. You know, that's that, that's me. But I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the truth of this of this thing. But what, what, what do you think, uh, Chuma? Well,
2: well, I think I think you think, know, you know I, I, I I give credit to Postecoglou so, in the sense that he's playing who he thinks is staying or how he thinks he's going to line up against uh, Brentford. Come next next weekend, and in my opinion, Harry Kane is not leaving. This is what the manager feels, so the manager is, is free to field whoever he wants to. So I, I don't know if the comment is if Kane is leaving, why is he playing? Meaning, you know, like what do we owe him the favor of like saving him for the medical for whoever he's supposed to go to? I don't think so. Um, he's, he's he's contracted player at Tottenham. He's a senior player. He is. The captain, in the absence of um, Hugo Loris. so I I don't understand why he shouldn't play. Shakhtar had some academy players on the field in the second half. Well, that could be fair enough, but I think the argument um, today was um, we wanted to see players play ninety minutes. So I think the way Ange planned the preseason was forty-five minutes, forty-five minutes, then ninety minutes, another set of guys, ninety minutes as well. It was good to see Dane Scarlett gets a minute he finished well but I see other channels saying he's no good he's 19 and the fan base are well you know what I I, I think I wrote it in some other channel as well that Dane Scarlett fits the profile you know he's a young guy he can run he can Harry and everything else and the boy as you've seen from today what a wonderful turn and finish He he, he controlled the ball behind himself to turn around and shoot and be accurate and score. It tells you everything you need to know you, uh, you don't need to argue with them. <laughs> they seen, they seen the proof, as we say in Nigeria, he's shown working. That was it. One chance, one major chance, one goal. That was it. That's all you need to know. And that was an impressive thing.
0: Well, this, this is it. So, I mean, as a striker, you don't get that many chances, the chance you get, you put it away. You couldn't ask for more than that. And well, how old is he 19? He's still learning his craft. He comes comes on against the top European top European team and scores a really really well taken goal. I mean you can't ask for more, you know. And I mean I, I don't know if he's right footed or left footed, but it seems to me he controls with his le- right foot and plays with his left, which <laughs> it's it's like that is so confusing for for defenders yeah. because you I mean you don't know which which is which. Now
1: yeah yeah
0: where 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 where, where do we even take this match from? So. Let's start with the fact that um, Ange set up in, in the first place, how he set up the team. Now, all the other uh, matches we played in the preseason so far, he's had uh, what you might call like a game of two halves, right? On the, in, in the first half, you play one team, and the second half, he sort of replaces everybody in the, in the second half, but he hasn't done that on this occasion. So, which leads people to speculate that perhaps this is what he would have as his... Um, as his potential first team um, going going forward, um, given the fact that he didn't um, sort of make any changes until late, very late in the match. I think he made changes around the 70th minutes or so or, or so before uh, Roselso and, um, and um, um, Sol- Sol- Solomon came on, you know? <laughs> and I thought, when, when I didn't see Solomon until late in the match, I was thinking to myself, I think Ange, Ange must have read our headline for this match. and thought I'm going to mess you guys up, <laughs> you know, you know not, and not, not have you guys as <laughs> as the Manu Solomon derby in the end, you know. But thankfully, he came on and he made an immediate impact, you know. But let's 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 first look at the first half, for instance, right? So Madison created the first goal with his with the chance that he sort of um, if if he made the penalty, in may four, you know, and uh, came put it away. Very nicely, keeper went the right way, but he couldn't save it. You know, and that was really, really good. I mean, what what do you think?
2: Yeah, it was. um, So there's you and I. We spoke about the moves that they've been making in training. We watched some of the training videos. So it's always the same move: where one, two, somebody goes wide, crosses the ball, and in one time finish. So if you watch the game, you could see they were trying to do that every time they were out wide, unless um, Shakta blocked the opportunity to go wide to cross. So. It was, I think, it was a one-two with Son, and then instead of trying to cross, he moved it towards his left. But because he's two-footed, or at least he's good enough with both feet, he shifted it to his right leg. But the defender tried to close off any potential cross or him cutting in left, and the defender took his body. So that was really—it's intelligent. It's what it's what you is what you see that James Madison brings to you is a guy who can shift from right to left. He can cross with his left. He can cross with his right. Um, And the defender really doesn't know what he's going to do. And it's a quality I think certain Spurs players have. Kulusevsky, to a point, has that as well. He's not as good with his right, but he's okay with his right. Better with his left. He's always going to his left. But once in a while, Kulusevsky also does the same thing. But James Madison, in that moment, it was just quick thinking, and that's a wonderful penalty. He'll probably get the same thing for free kicks as well. Shifting right to left, confusing his marker, and we're going to. I, I thought James Madison had a fabulous game today. And there was a couple of nutmegs. There was some drop of the shoulder dribbles. I was like, yes, this guy is on it. He, he's on it, and he's passing outside of the foot pass. The cross, of course, for Kane's other goal, which we'll get to as well. But the first one, penalty. Only one person going to take that penalty. The hurricane, goal.
1: Indeed, indeed. Now, a 2 1 African says, so can't wait for the real McCoy, right? This is just the appetizer.
0: Correct. I mean, I mean you can't even argue with that, you know. It's hey, a 2 1 uh, African. Absolutely. <laughs> we've had a real good, good, I mean, preseason so far. And, and for me, what I found um, satisfying, for one of the better expression for this match is the fact that this is our first, what you might call, maybe top threat opposition, if you like. You know, people will be saying, okay, you need to sort of play more t- I mean better teams right and obviously another they're not they're not, not pushing us by any, any stretch of the imagination and they came in I mean but we kept them at bay. That's that's the key. We kept them at bay throughout the entire match which I found really 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 good. Now meta football meta football says that um what did he saying? Hold on one second we'll find out what Meta Football is saying He says first half I saw Dubious playing uh bit be better than the other matches. Second half Better offering, uh, movement to create passes and spaces and uh, and occasions. You know,
2: the handbooks came off. Right.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I, what what do you reckon, Shuaan?
2: Well, I, I I like what he said. It's kind of like you know, it's almost a throwback to the uh, Antonio Conte season where it's like, oh, first half, second half, Tottenham. But I thought I thought they played well. I think it's a case of um, getting used to certain things. And the second half, they'd understood each other more as a unit. I think the real problem why I think a lot of people are calling for us to play more games is so they can get used to playing with each other as a unit, as opposed to, I'm not saying they didn't know each other, but in a match situation, there are certain things you'd expect from someone. By the second half, everybody knew where they were supposed to be positioned, what they're supposed to be doing. So yeah, I can agree to a point um, that the first half wasn't as spectacular as the second. But I believe there were chances in that first half that you know I, I I wrote a post, I think, to someone that look, I love Pape Matisar. But let's just say that was let's just say he played uh La Celso or Benton Core with um, Madison. That those chances fall into let's say Benton Core or in my opinion La Celso with his left foot, Lo Celso is bearing that. You know, he's bearing that way better than Pape Matisar would have. So the options are there, it's just we we watched today just to see how he could get things going and playing at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I, I wasn't really, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't concerned about the scoreline. I wasn't really concerned. I didn't care about the scoreline. I still said it will be good to win. It will be good to get a clean sheet, but I don't really mind because throughout the preseason not, no one's really come out with clean sheets. You want them to make their mistakes now. And also, if we're looking at the uh, bad side of everything else, it's We were susceptible to balls over the high line, you know, and they knew it. They could see that we were so like our centre backs were in the (laughs) were in the centre circle for like most of the game. So as soon as there's a ball over 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 them, or they or if they try to press in, they play that ball over. You'd end up having someone like Emerson chasing back, and um, it just didn't make any sense, you know. Like we, we were caught out and then allowing crosses. The problem with, with us is we've considered goals from allowing crosses. This is our, this has been our issue in preseason. It's something I think that will be of concern to Ange as well. Is you know I watched that game and I think Kulisewski let his man cross. That was that was an issue I had. Right? Like I I, I texted you earlier. I was like, cool, is annoying me. I, yeah, <laughs> and I, I,
0: I, I remember fan. you saying I remember you saying and saying offline that you felt that that first goal well a goal from Shakhtar. Should not have, have, have come about if Kuczynski had been a lot, a lot closer to to that player to prevent him from getting the cross in. And uh, you say that what I mean is I hope Ange wasn't told he had to play Kane uh, if he's leaving. Oh. Well, fair I mean, who knows this thing? You know, okay, the truth of matters that's, to right. to that's, that's right. something.
1: That's
0: right. Yeah, we know, or we, you know, what's so that's uh, that's really we don't we don't really know. But I mean, um, mental football. Thank you for your contribution. You've said that uh, Romero's wrong ball to Sonny just before his first goal was beautiful. Just before the first goal, remember? Course, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I mean, he had we had some really, really good interplay, I mean, um, uh, from the back. And, I mean, that long ball to Sonny was just absolutely incredible. I mean... Um, Right. So thank you so much for the comments. Keep them coming in. We love you. Thank you so much. We, we're having so many comments. Please, please keep them coming. Right. Ch- Chuma, do you want to take this one?
2: Oh, yeah. So um, you put down the comment. I heard we were going to try and use the Academy boys, Scarlett, Divine, and others. And they, they need to get minutes. But we brought the young Argentinian lad, I think. So when he comes, Scarlett won't get his chance. Yeah. I think in one of the previous shows, I, I, I mentioned, I think Dean Scarlett is going to go out on loan again. Um, I think he's going to go out on loan again. I think Troy Parrott would probably get sold, but I think Devine will be the one that stays. I think Devine will get a chance with the team. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it also depends on if Hoiberg stays or if Hoiberg goes. But I think Devine will get his chance. But I think Scarlet, I think Scarlet is going to go out on loan, and I, I, I wouldn't mind Scarlett going out on loan, knowing we have a manager like Ange Postecoglou, because Ange doesn't. In my opinion, anyway, I think Angie is someone that looks at your application, how dedicated you are, and you know your impact. And yes, this young boy, he's just put him for how many minutes and he scored a goal. He's already told him this boy has a chip on his shoulder, this boy wants to play. So let's see what happens. But I think he's going to go out on loan. I think the Argentinian boy who has more experience than um than than Dean Scarlett in in in, in, the, in the big leagues anywhere or professional football, I think he gets a chance ahead of Dane Scarlett. But I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I I just think there are lots of positions up for grabs. There are loads of permutations. But Dane Scarlett is one. I think we're not going to sell Dane Scarlett. I think Dane Scarlett is some one of those guys that if he goes out on loan, it's going out you know, with a promise, promise from, from Ange, Ange that, that you, know, you know he's going, he's going, to, he's going to, to he's going to he's going to come back and compete for a place you know hopefully next season you know but I, I i i really really liked his goal and i think if we move to the second half now that cross from madison to kane i put it on the plate for kane it was like it was just class
0: james james madison was class according to you earlier on that. yeah I, I <laughs> really eric thank you so much i mean keep it keep the keep Keep up, the, keep, up the, keep it going, guys. Good show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your comments. Keep those comments coming, and we'll, we'll highlight them as we, see, we get them in. So, yes, please, please, please keep keep doing that. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you says also that, remember when Ozzy was the manager? Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, who can forget? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Then he also goes on to say that um, it would be good to see interesting to see how we play against Bar- Barca, um, the two teams that, keep, that like to keep the ball, you know, that, that would be interesting, absolutely. Now, um, and, and doesn't have the players to implement his style yet. That's interesting. That's an interesting perspective, Brian Harkin. Brian, what do you, I mean, what, what, do you agree with Brian uh, Truman?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree if you mean he doesn't have the players to fully implement his style. I agree with that because um, um we have destiny who's a wingback essentially learning how to be an inverted fullback um emerson who is a fullback also playing inverted but he played fullback in a position where when he played fullback in all his previous clubs he never had to invert into midfield he was playing it strictly as a fullback so these are not ready-made players for angie's system so brian yeah brian you have you do have a point there they're not ready made for him but in terms of i think our midfield and the players we bought now, like Mickey van der Ven, does his medical Getting He's a pacey centre-back, which is what Ange has always had, a pacey centre-back and one centre-back who is comfortable on the ball. So you've got that already in Romero. Um, um, you just alluded to the pass that he made, the cross-field pass. I mean, meta football, you know, it's just that cross-field pass. And that cross-field pass was done by a defender who knows how to use the ball. And just always had one guy can use the ball, one guy who's pacey and can probably head better. The aerial part, I think, is a po- is a point where we suffer in centre back. But in terms of the rest of the squad, you know, I have my I, I have my reservations about Kulusevsky playing that winger position. I really do. Um, and someone pointed it out, I think, in one of our things that he doesn't that he didn't think we should have signed Kulusevsky on a full contract. We should have used that money to go and look for a world class winger. I think he can play, but I think it's the getting used to playing that thing. Because I think he, the tendency to cut in on his left foot, we've seen great players like, you know, we've all seen uh, Ryan Robin. Everybody knows Robin is going to that left foot from the right wing. Everybody knows. But it's the speed at which he does it and everything else that cuts it.
0: Uh, yeah, thanks very much, True Born Africa. I said you can't stop big enough, Soji and Truman Your dedication and passion is after this world. Top night analysis as usual. Respect. Uh, respect back to you. Thank you so much. Now, I mean, you, you mentioned something earlier on, which is about that intricate play that we had. I mean, the was with receptions. Everyone knows that he's going to cut up, up to his, but his, um, his, his left foot. I think the same thing led to the goal, if you have a look, the, the penalty. When uh, Madison cut back from the left, on his left foot, to right foot, and then the defender went through him. Right, I get that distinct feeling that this season we might have a lot of penalties from situations like because we're doing yeah. a lot of play in the opposition box, you know. And I suspect yeah. that we're gonna have plenty of uh, opportunities being created that way this season. Brian Harkin, thank you so much again. Uh, he said it wasn't flowing because no overlapping foot backs uh, the one occupying the right positions on the attack or moving to the right spaces. Hmm, well, what do you reckon with that one? Because I, I, I thought. I thought they kind of um, were playing to instructions in the sense that they had sort of, um, how, how, do, how do I put this now? Um, uh, make life difficult for the opposition, if you like, you know? And because of that, I mean, it just meant that we, we just we just had to um, play in the way that we were playing, which is, I mean, because what they were trying to invert, you couldn't all go out all the way, except you had the institutions that would really, be opportunity presented himself so uh, what, what do you think
2: well i i understand what brian is trying to say there but however if you notice that the game both kolosovski and son were very wide so in the, in the in the occasion where you have the two wingers very wide the fullbacks don't have to overlap They more underlap they come inside and you you already said it yourself the number of times you saw destiny edge of the box you know especially the first half, there's that chance came put through that he didn't really want to shoot that he ended up crossing the same thing too with emerson emerson was edge of box and all it's because kulu was very wide Because was very wide. son was very wide and then Son would come in come in a bit but son really was very disciplined in staying wide trying to get his man on the one-on-one you know a lot and then as soon as he cuts inside someone else makes a run past him madison did that for the penalty destiny was trying to do that several, several times time. so, so yes i understand, I understand what uh, brian's what saying, saying about, about the fact i thought, I thought, they, thought they took they up the positions, positions that um, um Ange planned. planned this was the whole thing, thing of, of i think, I think um shakta shakta, shakta shakta create a lot in the middle, in the middle. shakta very good creating central. That's, that's most of their football most of their coaches were into that uh, Deserbi, paulo fonseca i think this new coach um the Dutchman, Dutchman. Van Looey, I, I think Van Looey, he does the exact same thing. He builds, he builds through, through the, center, the center. So you make your center strong. So the fullbacks didn't have to be wide. And But you saw Emerson make some runs out wide a few times. You saw Destiny make some runs out wide. It's just that we wanted to contain them centrally so they wouldn't create from the center. And we would control the entire middle as well, which we did. So you're not your
1: mic Mike yeah Brian Harkin says
0: Ange will, will rotate his team a lot this season and I was going to say that earlier on which thanks thanks for that um Brian because if you if you look at the team that played today I mean I, I thought quite a lot of players were missing we didn't have uh, B- Bisuma we didn't have um Rosso until late in the second half you know Richardson didn't play any part at all you know and uh, Mana Solomon... Came in and had an impact in, in the second half, which was which was good. But for me, it tells us about the depth in the squad. In a sense, we still have people like um, I, I hear Van der was in the stadium. Van der was in the stadium today uh, to see he the was, match. He was, you know. So yeah. um, there's plenty, plenty to sort of optimism to look forward to uh, for, for for the rest of the season. And yeah, Brands also says that. I mean, what he was referring to, you our analysis yeah. about. Uh, was the fact that um, how did they put it that they weren't making the runs at the right time? I, I think some of those runs, okay. can, yeah, you could see that they were try, they were, were going to attempt to make them at some in some in some instances, but they just felt like okay, maybe wait and not and you know it's like it's almost like a, a timing thing. If you don't make them run at the right time, you sort of say okay, fine, let's hold on on this Turkish channel and then hopefully you make it in, in the in, in in the future. Well, that's what. Uh, thank you so much for all the comments. I really, really appreciate this, and I, I mean, this is the whole idea of how this this um, episodes of us that we try and go like we want to involve everyone in, in the conversation. You, thank you so much again. Uh, you want to take this, Truma?
2: I'll also say to, uh, to to Brian. Brian, you're very right. Um, I think the whole point of this season, especially the fact that we're not playing in Europe, gives us more training time. The movements aren't automatic, like you said, it doesn't flow, and the whole point of creating a new system and getting better in it is to create flow. So um, it's going to take time. We've seen it now. It's really going to take time. It's not going to give, but the fact is that the fundamentals are being instilled in the players. They know they have to make those runs. They don't know how to time them well as of yet, but it's building. And the fact that you can still create a positive result, not knowing how to fully integrate the system into yourselves it is a very good sign so uh, you says um and relies on keeping the ball and winning it back quickly we will be vulnerable for the for the ball over the top yes but the keeper is supposed to rush out as well because the defenders are up the field yes um there was a slight hesitation by vicario there was a ball over the top once and the guy had to run on him and then he spread himself and he considered a, a corner but he was caught in two minds which tells you that even the goalkeepers as well are trying to get used to Ange ball as well. So it's 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 a process that everybody else is thinking. But in terms of uh, winning the ball back, that's the I, I loved seeing that as soon as they got the ball, you saw two, three players converge on the one guy to collect the ball. And then there's something else I actually enjoyed, and I think I saw it a lot more in the second half, was we were not afraid to play the ball into the center from defense. Like we went, usually first half is, one center-back passes to the other, you pass to the full-back, full-back passes back. But at some point in the second half, you could see them like trying to play directly to the defensive midfield player or any midfield player. One, two, whoever is facing forward now played forward. And I didn't see that in the first half. But in the second half, I saw them trying to play vertically through the through the back, just going straight through the middle. You know, I'm not saying Brighton, but something like that. Ah, Brian's a Celtic fan. Hey, welcome, Brian. Nice. Sorry, Sod, your, your 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 mic. so not. sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Brian
0: says he's a Celtic fan, and so he's seen the pro- progress that ah. uh, Ange made with Celtics. So I mean, clearly he knows that all of these things will evolve over time. Yeah, you know, and oh, I mean, yeah, nice. which 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 <laughs> is a fact. Thank, thank you for your contribution. Um, uh, you say that Ange said afterwards on Spurs play that he would give the other guys a run out against oh. Barcelona. Beautiful. Which, which is what we're looking for as well. So yeah, let's see what what the other guys do. Besuma, we didn't see, got a chance to see. Um, what's the about? Um, I'm not sure a lot of people want to see that, but, hey. <laughs> but <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. But I mean, I think hopefully by by then, I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will have signed in. I mean, signed um, the new centre back, the young man uh, signed on for us uh, actually. Ashley uh, Phillips. Um, Ashley Phillips. Yeah, so that's, that's a new edition of it. I mean, I'm not sure it's going to come to the first team, but uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah, so uh, keep the comments coming in. This is Common Use TV. We'd love to have you. Thank, thank you so much. Um, and... Um, and I think you I said Ange, <laughs> The fans need to expect some mistakes, right? Uh, so if they happen, we need to encourage the players and not abuse them, which is very true.
2: Yeah, I agree. You're very right. Agree, you know? agree, agree. I like I said, I was I I said I was disappointed with Kulusevsky because I thought he should have cut that out. I think in this period where they're learning or they're trying to incorporate the, the, the Anj's method, there are certain things that we saw in the first couple of games, and I think they should have gone through that with video analysis where don't allow the crosses come in. Don't allow anybody get across you in front of your goalkeeper. But these things will happen because it's football. But it's it's also for me, I think. Um, once you concede, it's the same thing I think they say about defeat. We know who you are after the defeat. Because after defeat, what do you guys do next? Do you come back after we consider that goal? first half and they're like okay one one how do we start the second half and we started the second half on double front foot from what we were in the first we upped the ante so to speak and um and i thought and i saw better play once again i saw a better play even from Kulisevsky. Kulisevsky was still coming in but then he created that third goal where he fainted to shoot and he just not make assist to kane one 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 touch to to hold the ball in place one touch to score, typical hurricane, And that was really, really good. And then Mano Solomon came on, and I think Mano Solomon coming on, I, I really, as soon as he came on, I, I was texting uh, Klaus, and I said to Klaus that, yeah, if he comes on, this guy is he's going to want to score against his team, and he's going to want to hustle harder than, than Son. And honestly, I think, you know, without hyping him up to the heavens or anything else, I think Mano Solomon is going to be such such a good addition to the side. It's, it's, it's more or less like an underdog, dark horse kind of player that nobody's really thinking this guy could really do much for Spurs. He just comes in. But I watched him. And he gets the ball. His first instinct is, I'm taking on my man. And I'm going to beat him. Or I'm going to do something. And you saw it. As soon as he got that ball, I think Lo Celso spread it out to him. His first instinct, one touch, get past the guy, take that shot. Shot spilled, Harry Kane. You know, Harry Kane, you know, you know, should he stay, you know, we, the argument is on, is he going to go, is he going to stay? My goodness, if he could score 31 goals playing what we were last year, I don't know how many goals he could get doing this. This is going to be a whole different ball game for someone like him, someone as experienced as him. So he, he kept dropping deep. But oh, my goodness, when he was in the box, we were just, he, he was on the plate. Got to a point where at one period, we, we had a chance. I don't know if you remember the chance where... Two or three guys could have scored. they just kept on scoring to each other, and nobody took the shot and I was like, "Oh, come on, guys, one of you do this thing, and it would have been a goal." but it was just every single one of them had a shot on, had a chance to to score something we haven't seen
1: Thing about today's match was the fact that we kept creating
0: chances so many chances over the course of the match, you know. And there was chance upon chance upon chance. And it was just really, really good to see. And one of the things we also sort of um, saw was and front foot football in close quarters at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to myself what that would look like in a match day, what my you call match day situation. I mean, that that was, I think for me, it was really pleasing to see. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you.
2: 32 shots on goal. There you go. Twenty go, 20, 20 shots on target, ninety four percent pass completion, seven hundred and thirty two passes made. That's, you know, if we're going it. by last, if we're going enough, by last season, enough, enough said, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, and the comment coming in from you, I, I subscribe to your comment, you. They need to get the youth system playing the exact same way instead of putting the youngsters on loan. I actually think that. The thing I've heard about Ange Postecoglou is he likes to work with the academies and all the age groups, and even the possibly, even possibly, let's say even a women's team. He wants everybody to more or less adopt his kind of style and his mentality and his mindset. So let's look forward to that. I think we stay tuned to that and see if Tottenham start playing the same way with our under 23s, under 21s, under 18s, under 16s. I think they will. And my goodness, it will be such a good thing for the entire club. To be on the same wavelength, so you could easily move people on to 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 the team, and with the pathway to the first team becoming much clearer, yeah, I th- I think so. I'll still send them out on loan because I don't think there's a point for someone like Dean Scarlett to score fifty goals in the under twenty ones, and he's like, yeah, you score fifty goals there, but if you face proper opposition, like when he went on loan to Portsmouth last year, he he started off really well. And I think they changed manager, so that affected him. But also, the style was a bit more physical than he was used to. He, he stood up well to it. He didn't get as yeah, many chances, but, but it, helped it helped him. him. So, so, it is. Uh, Brian, Brian Andrew, Andrew wants to play the ball quicker, quicker across, across the field. It. Yes, yes Brian, Brian, yes. Yes, yes. yes. There, yes. Were, there were times the time when, when I thought, I thought they slowed, slowed it down, down. down, and I was like, it was like uh, uh, it's, it's like you like were thinking. thinking. You want it to be automatic and, and, and quick transition. Yes, I agree with that, Brian, yes. Andrew also want ball quicker. You could see that with Celtic as well. Celtic played really one one touch, two touch, one touch, two touch. But I think talking about building to that, this is literally the first time majority of our players have played ninety minutes in this preseason. So it's it's a work in progress.
0: Absolutely, and it was really really good to see. Like I said to you, I mean, one of the key highlights for me was I know you had this. Um, Kulisevski having a go at him in the first half for not uh, closing down uh, and let the cross come in. But well, I thought he performed really well today. I mean, he gave a really good account of himself. I mean, he was creating chances and he, was, he was, every time he had the ball, he just made life difficult for the opponents. And that was so good to see. I mean, what did you think?
2: Yeah, no, I, I the reason be, it's like, you know, like when you have a, with a player you really like, like, And for you, he's not doing exactly what you want him to do. You know, maybe this is the computer game mentality of most people, like computer game out, skin the player with Kulosevsky or something. And I expect the real life guy. I I felt he kept checking back in the first half. I thought Kulosevsky was checking back a bit too much. And then I felt he was too predictable as well. But by the second half, I think he just said, you know what, let me have a go. There's a difference in the perform his performance first half and second half second half you saw him having a go more you saw him getting across his man and getting into the box I think when he's in and around the box Kulusevsky is a very dangerous guy but if you keep if you can get him to check back and pass backwards you just yeah you, you can contain him that way the guy contained him a bit better in the first half and he was trying too hard maybe as well but by the second half he started developing a flow and it, and, it, and it came more natural to him. And then also, so the way Spurs were the playing, playing, there was a the danger of that cross field pass cross field to him, him or crossfield pass to Son. Son. In the first half, I think there were more crossfield passes to Son, but all of a sudden, come that second half, I don't know if you observed it, there were like several times where we are concentrating on the left wing. All of a sudden, someone just swings it, and Kuliselski is one-on-one with his fullback. He now just needs runners. And I think, yeah, I think it was. Lo Celso came on and locelso is, is but i thought locelso did well he didn't do great but he did well and he was involved in like more or less well, what we call it uh the hockey assist the assist before the assist to mano solomon who had the shot spilled for kane so locelso came on but he couldn't get into the groove of it as much as he did but he had some tidy passes but for me madison to me i felt was really especially in the second half he was a live wire like even in the first half, there was this chance where he literally tried to dribble his way through and I was saying, oh my God, if he could just let this shot go, it would be a Maradona kind of goal, you know, like not saying he's Maradona, but like just a Maradona goal. He just weaved this way. And I was like, this guy is, this guy is a very tricky guy. So, someone wrote to me, I think it was Klaus, Klaus saying, I didn't know he could dribble like this. And I said, oh, he, he's been dribbling for a while. It's, he's enjoying it. He's enjoying the atmosphere. You could see that. So like he was building. Madison,
1: let's let's look
0: at some key moments in, in the match. And of course, we, we started with them opening up, um, um, shafter from from the get go. You know, um, we had the chance from Kane. We had the overall from from the chefs from um, Emerson, and Emerson getting himself into good good positions, right? And I also found also that uh, some points in the match when Romero showed. The kind of player that he is you know he just he has this ability to read the game so well and especially in the counter press especially you know whenever we lose the ball and the time prevent the turnover it closed them down so very very quickly and i found that to be really really um really good let's sort of look at this key moment in the game alongside what i call players as well let's sort of take each player one, one by one and then we'll sort of see how well they perform and sort of rate them if you like and uh, listen guys at home please 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 thank you for all the comments with me having so far really appreciate them if you have any more comments please 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 um, join the conversation and let's have your comments and thoughts we will we'll, we'll broadcast them and share them with everyone yeah and if anything we, you'd like us to talk about which we haven't talked about over the course of the of uh, of uh, the broadcast so that means uh please uh, let, let, let's let's have, have, have them as well. Right, let's start with goal, the goalkeeper. I mean um the carrier, the carrier. didn't have much to do today, right? But it had I think the times he was called upon um, in the match to, to sort of um, do anything, he did a fantastic job on, and made two saves. You know, I think towards the end of the, of the game, and I think at some point at the beginning of the game, or well, during the first half, he, he there was point when he had, it was like two mines and had to come out and, and close down the, uh, the, 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 the opposition or stay back. But it was caught within two mines, but at least what he did was to prevent the ball from coming across. So, he did well. When it was called upon to to, to ask. So yeah, please, but yeah, by all I means, I would love to hear from you, Chuma. Uh, what did you reckon?
2: Yeah, I, I thought he acquitted himself very well today, um, as opposed to the, the previous game. But once again, it's it's similar to the, the the other games. I didn't think he stood a chance against the um, the goal. I don't think he stood a chance because once that ball came in, the player had already gotten across his defender. It was just straight up. All he could do was make himself big, but. The first chance yes we spoke about that before where it it sort of fell on him to come out and sort of clear that ball but he was caught in two minds but even though he was caught in two minds he didn't expose his goal because i felt that player was going to try and go near post to score and he spread himself so well he considered the corner and um he had that there was a shot on goal that was like yeah you're like bam very good shot and he just Palmed it over same as their, their their goalkeeper did as well with um with Saar in the first half as well so i thought i thought he was i thought he was quite good without being too disturbed um he he was also very good at passing the ball out he also did the same thing as well where he had the chance to pass out to center backs but sometimes he was going through the middle and i liked that and i thought that was a really conf- that was showing his confidence in his defenders and his teammates.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So isn't that interesting?
0: You see two perspectives from this, right? So you have you saying Kulu was causing problems in the second half, like you said. And let's hope he doesn't pick up an injury. And then we have Meta, Meta Football TV. Uh, Meta goes Chris goes Kulu, too irregular. Uh, if he's confident, he'll bust the wing, but it's a big if. However, he's too predictable for my liking. Hmm. There you that's, go. Sir. So there, there you go. So I mean, I guess that 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 that's that's the real. The real thing. So sometimes some players have this ability to be predictable. At the same time, they even though they, you know what they're going to do, you can't do anything about it. So I think one of those players. So, so that if if he comes off, there's really not much you can do about it because he, he will still get past you. You know. Um, so I think that that's one positive that we, we could take from 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 Kulusevsky from from his, his play. Uh, Saad took his effort in the box well, and it's a shame the keeper saved it. Yeah, like we said earlier on if he'd had it um a few fit to left to right of goalkeeper. I mean that that was um those, those were good chances for, for, him to, for him to put away. At one point when we had the opportunity to I think Khrushchevsk tried to um well deceive the keeper I feel like uh, by feeling that like he was gonna pass out. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah with the eyes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, does <laughs> that, he, he did <laughs> that he <laughs> did that against Leeds in his first season if you remember. Yes. he showed the keeper the eyes. I'm going far forward and then he just cut him. he whips it. it. But
0: the keeper yeah, was white you know. Yeah, but well, then um the, Sa headed headed wide um while, while trying to, you know, uh turn turn turn, turn it across into in, in gold, you know. Yeah, so I mean we were talking we don' big the carriers. Now let's look at the, the um poro. I mean that, <laughs> <what's that> poro? <laughs> Emerson. I thought Emerson did a great job today. I mean, I couldn't fault him any, any because at one point when which sort of struck me in the whole match. I mean, it wasn't anything fantastic, but what happened was that we lost the ball and there was a bit of transition, right? And I think the camera panned to him, right? And he didn't rush in. The first thing he did was to look around him and see where he was in relation to A, the attack, and in relation to to his guy. So (laughs) what he did was to just keep them in that position until he had reinforcement. I mean, for me, that epitomized his play throughout the whole match. The time he had to go in, and he went in strong. He collected the ball. He didn't lose the ball. He didn't create any negative performance today for me. I, th- I thought he did absolutely fantastic. What do you reckon?
2: So <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with the fact that he did well. Um, there was a point I think where he had a shot that like he should have taken a shot on goal where the ball fell to him, and I was like, come on. I was like, Emerson, come on. We've gotten to this point now where you should be, you should realize you should be taking this now. Like, you really should. That was my, that was my, that was, that was the first time. But I can let that go. Then there was another opportunity where I felt if he had put in a cross early, and no, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know. If you're putting a cross early. But all I wrote down on the group, I seriously said, I wrote it down Spurs need to buy, Spurs need to buy another fullback. And it's not, it's no disrespect to him. It's no disrespect to him and Poro. But there are right backs in the market that I think we could buy that could make Ange's system work better. But I want to see Ange work with them for the, for the season and see where it goes. He played well. He's very comfortable in this midfield thing because it stops him being a defender and stops him being an attacker. He's just in a sort of like a, a wonderful mid situation where he can, he, he doesn't expose his weaknesses, but it doesn't show many, you know, strengths he has. You know, well, his strengths are his physicality. So I think where he is suits him because he can be physically impressive. But in terms of technical ability, I I don't think he's technical. you know not for a Brazilian but he's just not technically There's some things I would have expected him to do he didn't do today but he's judged very good and very tidy and like I said you can never question his work ethic and if there's something else I've always said if you have a smart guy and you have a hard-working guy the hard-working guy could have performed the smart guy anytime so that's why I look at Emerson I'm like he's not as technical as I want him to be he's not a cancel or anything but he does, he does work.
0: work. He works he well. well. That's, That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I think someone said, um, you also said that another thing like was that Ange said he wasn't happy um, with the fact that the player slacked off a bit towards the end of the first half. Yeah. You know? But I guess uh, if you're so intense in, in the course of your game, you, know, you, you kind of, you know, I guess that this is preseason. So maybe the same time to get the fitness back. So, what one of the things, we were seeing is intensity of Angie's team, right? In terms of how they keep going, you know, to, throughout the whole whole match. I mean, I didn't see them slack off. I mean, someone said his uh, Angie was surprised so that he slacked. slacked in the first hour. They keep really they slack off, really. But hey, you know, but um, he's no. But I, 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 th-
2: I think he's right. I think he's right. They did. They did. The intensity dropped at certain points in the game. I'm like. Keep attacking keep attacking. keep attacking, keep attacking. But they're learning; they will learn. learn. Like you, I like could almost, almost feel I like he heard him shouting, shouting keep, "Keep going!" You know. Going. So
0: yeah, and uh, I, I heard, I heard him. I mean, some, some of the points in, in the in the match was saying,
2: "Pass, pass, 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 pass." You know, like
0: <laughs> kept, you know, keep it, keep the intensity going and kept keep keep the position working, which, which was very good.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that comment exactly. from you. Exactly. exactly. The no, no look, look pass when, when he could have just no taken a shot. shot. Yes. That was it. Even the yeah, commentator yeah. said it. That, that, said... I, saw, I
0: saw that. That, that was really. Yeah, Komodo said that as well.
2: Yeah, that, that was really, really good. You know. That 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 was that was not. Yeah.
0: Uh, David, do form, do form, do form, David. Oh gosh. Um, we, Poro, I, I'm, on, I'm on a group where someone has this. Uh, it's like Paro is the best in sliced bread. You know. <laughs> uh, I said. I say, You know. But I mean, I I thought. I think Poro will come good. I think depending on what, what sort of system uh, Poro I mean, he wants to play. So, what, what I what I have um, now is, for me, I love the way the things are shaping up in relation to how um, Ange wants to play, and giving us that form for football is showing us already, or already that look, if you if you press your position enough okay you might concede the odd goal here and there but you've scored so many goals you know and they've shown that today and come on five goals and we've scored more you know that's the thing five
2: goals 30, and, 30 shots on goal 30 yeah shots, 30 on goal. shots
0: on goal i mean and not against shabby opposition as well you know so i mean bring 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 it on you know
2: no. <laughs> I, I, I like what you said about, so Poro is defensively poor, but you have to look at players like, I'll say, you look at players like Zinchenko, you look at players like Joao Cancelo is not a very good defender, but what he's good at is inverting into midfield and bringing that ball forward and creating. I think you have to put Poro, but what I think, um, I think Brian Brian made the point as well that, um um and just going to keep rotating his squad. I saw a brilliant piece. I think it was um our friend from um, Invert the Wing. He wrote there that he thinks Davies, uh, Ben Davies will go into left back, and he'll be the left back when we play teams that are very good on transition and counter attack, like Manchester United. That you'd have him instead of having Destiny there, because Destiny is way better going forward probably staying in midfield being a a lot more physical than Davies could be. But when it comes to pure defending, I don't know if you saw the bit where Davies fell on the ground and he still headed the ball. And I looked at that and I said to myself, that is a man that does not want to concede possession. Yeah. None of those young boys will do that. He knows that ball, it has to get to my guy. I've fallen on the ground. I will head the ball up. He puts his head where other people's feet were. That, that is a defending... Defend- we'll, 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 so, we'll, come,
0: we'll come to Destiny in, in, in a minute because I, I thought Destiny performed really well. And I'll tell you why in, in a minute and we'll, we'll come to that. But the right side of this, we've done MSN. We've done Vicario. Now, um... Gosh. Romero. Hmm. Romero... For me, it's a beast of a player, you know. And I love him for so many reasons, you know. I love the fact that he 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 can read the game. He's very strong in the tackle, he's very effective, he, he knows when to close things down and he knows how to put fear in the opposition's uh, lead player, if you like, you know. You know, he will clatter him, you know, rough him up, you know, enough to Maybe not necessarily concede a yellow card, but you know that he has this yellow card waiting. To, you know, he always picks up a card, which, I mean,
2: which, which did happen.
0: Yeah, which did happen. So today, I'm thinking to myself, Romero, come on, this is a friendly. Come on, you know, <laughs> but he's still managed to pick up a yellow card. You know, but that's the nature of his theory. But I think he's been controlled so far throughout this preseason. You know, I love how he played played, played game today.
2: I mean, I don't know what what, what do you guys think. What, what do you think? Well, I, I think I think his passing ability is very underrated. And in this game today, you saw he put in some really good passes, the highlight of which was the crossfield pass uh, to Son that led to the penalty. But then there was another one he played in the first half that Kulisevsky didn't take advantage of where he was literally on the same thing and he just chipped it over them for Kulisevsky, chipped it into space. And I thought that was like, I was like, this guy, his ball playing ability is, is awesome are <laughs> you
1: are you seeing the comments sorry said you can't hear you so your mic your mic your mute <laughs>
2: Apologies for the technical difficulties. Yeah, I was
1: saying that, yeah, sorry about this technical thing. I mean,
0: you know, we're trying to sort of uh, reduce echoes, and the, when that happens, I meet myself, so that um, uh, mics, mics don't begin to echo. But, Brian, thank you so much for informing us <laughs> of the good stuff that's happening. Brian, thank you at, for the update. <laughs> at, well, at, at, the, at the Wembley Stadium. Here, thank you, thank here, you, thank you.
2: Yes, Brian, Brian, we're all most Tottenham fans, at least both of us, we are Celtic fans. We're Celtic fans by association because of the gift you guys gave us in Ange. We're Absolutely. all Celtic fans as well now. So we are backing you guys too. Anytime you play Rangers, I'm a Celtic guy. This That's is it. Thank
0: you so much, um, Brian. We, we, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, as I mean, uh, you say is that, look, Ange knows if you have the ball, the other team can't score. Totally. Absolutely. So if we've got the ball, the other team cannot simply score which you can't you can't um, you can't you know uh, you can't run away from and we're talking about romero and he goes that um giving away that foul was silly but he's great I, I mean i couldn't agree more you know ah so yeah it's it's uh, it's amazing how pe- we we love we love we love the fact that um we can rely on romero now davis now, Davis, for me. I know that a lot of Spurs fans have some negative views about him, and at the same time, there's also Spurs fans who under understand his role in the team and how much of a faithful or reliable player he is. You know, and it's you not know, for me. It's no accident, but a lot of players, a lot of managers rate him. You know, and if you look at all the managers have had so far, I mean, since what? every manager has played him and those they cannot they cannot all be wrong you know for me he's such a an underrated player and he's it's just you call him the, the teacher's pet don't you
2: <laughs> now I'm, I'm 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 team daddy davis They you call him daddy davis after that young lady on twitter he's daddy davis and team daddy davis all day all, all day long i liked him when he was at swansea I understood why Spurs bought him in 2014. I was very happy they bought him. And I thought he was a perfect counterbalance to having Danny Rose. Because while Danny Rose was this left winger, lapped left, left winger that became a fullback, so he still had his left winger tendencies, Ben Davies is a defender by profession. So defenders defend. And then they go forward when they, when they can or when they need to. But we we live in a world where a lot more defenders are so hybrid now that they are they're like wingers and they are all flashy. But they, Ben Davies does what's that? You remember you remember the what's that product for uh, wood? Run Run sale is it does what it says on the tin. Ben Davies is sale as a football player. He do it does what it says on the tin. He comes here and he defends. When he played for the season um, Danny Rose got injured um, was, I think, 16, 17. That's when Danny Rose started having his injury problems. People forget that Ben Davies stepped in and he played very well. And he was attacking as well. He played attacking football. He's very good at he's very good at bringing the ball out. And he's better in a back three than playing as a center back. But my goodness, it wasn't great opposition. He wasn't harried or pressed. But he brought the ball out when he had to, put his foot in when he had to. Like I said, that point where he fell on the ground and still headed the ball to, I think, destiny or I was like, this guy is, you know, Ben Davis to me is a wonderful player. He's not appreciated. He's underappreciated, I think, by the fan base. And he's one of those guys that you don't know how who he is or what he is. You know, and everyone goes, oh, he can't get into another top six side. I see you might be very surprised. You'd be very surprised if Spurs put him up for sale and someone you wouldn't expect would buy him and he would do well there, you know? But I think filling in for center back, I don't think he'll stay as a center back, like I was saying earlier on. I think he's going to become a left back, and him and Destiny Udoji will will rotate that position. And I think he's he he could be a very good left back inverting inside as well. I think he he plays in this like I said to you before in a previous show. He has that move where he sets his body and plays his ball inside. Kane does the same thing when he takes a shot. He did that today several times. He brought the ball out very, very well, and he just played it inside, went back into position. Um, He stayed on the center circle. He he kept the high line, and Destiny had to run back to help him most times if the ball went over his head. So I think between the two of them, it was kind of very safe, very, very good in, in that first half.
0: Nathan, Nathan King says only two players I want to see gone are Sanchez and Dyer. But I think if anything at all, probably Sanchez will probably go for sure. I'm not sure if Dia will leave, but
2: I, I I I understand I understand his sentiments regarding Dyer because both of them are like even though Davis is not the best left centre back in the world, he's kind of better in the position because he's left footed. Dyer is right footed, he's going to play left centre back, he's not gonna play uh, Romero's position, he's not quick enough. Sanchez is accident-prone in terms of giving away the ball, and if it becomes too much, if it's a simple game, I think Sanchez is good here, but everyone knows that. And also, I think his confidence has been rocked by what's been happening in the last three years. So I think, yeah, the two players a lot of fans would like to see go are Sanchez and Dyer. So yeah, Nathan, you're very right. but. I think like Saji is saying as well, I think Dyer stays, if nothing else, to complete his decade and then he goes on a free next year.
0: I actually thought Destiny did a fantastic job today. You know? <laughs> um because there's one there's one point in fact, there about two or three points when he had to run back and win the ball and he won the ball clean. Off, you know just from just using the position of his body in such a way to between the ball and the man and give gave away. and you know it's just so it's just not 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 doing the ball in such a clean way that didn't leave, leave it far expose, it, i mean the, the flank and recover the ball and pass it on to somebody very very smoothly and did that over and over again and what i also found really good about him was the fact that when he was had to had to play the inverted role he did it really, really well, you know, and uh, I think he had a chance at some point when he, okay, just a fraction lower, I would have been a fantastic goal, you know, when he yeah. had Son had a, an interesting a pass in the first half. So I thought, Destiny, I think he's going to be an absolute beast for us this season. I don't know if you guys agree. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I,
2: I, I, I agree with you. I, I thought there was, a, there was that point where Kane put him through first half. And, and he, he ended, ended up, up crossing. I felt, I felt if he had leathered that, had that ball, ball we, at the at worst, worst keeper would, would have had to had punch, to punch it, into it into his first is. player to score. Second half, there was a time we had a sweeping move, one-two, one-two, and then the ball came to Son. Son touched it onto him, and he ran onto it. And I think he, he was just thinking about the glory. He hit that ball like he went so high. But all in all, like you said, exactly the same thing you said, his recovery pace, I kept saying to myself, this poor winger, you know, this poor winger, the guy thinks he can outpace Destiny. It's not possible. The guy tried it several times. He would just try and run him behind Destiny just, you know. But it's at the end of the game, you know, and this has been happening every time they've interviewed him. I'm just amazed at the fact that I didn't realize this boy was 6 feet tall or 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, six, but when, at the end of the game, when you're seeing him getting interviewed, you're like, this dude is quite He's a unit. He's an absolute unit. And he knows it. And he utilizes it very well on the pitch something else that struck me was i said you know what if we ever get into a cup situation let's say we needed to rest certain players i would not be very surprised if Ange used him as a left winger if Ange used him as a left winger i I wouldn't be very surprised i think you know we we talked a lot about um ryan Session, you know that's what he used to do when he was at fulham he was left back left midfield and then left winger but i'm looking at destiny going it wouldn't be a bad shout for Destiny. Physically, he likes to be in and around the box. He's not scared. He's not uncomfortable being at the edge of the box. He's willing to take on that shot if he has to. And I'm thinking, you know, there could be come a point where, you know, maybe against lesser opposition or something, and we have an injury problem or we need to rest someone. I wouldn't be surprised to see Destiny play the left-wing position. And, and and but yeah, so far so good for him. He's he's been a tick uptick in every game we've seen him in so far.
0: And, uh, fantastic. Now the midfield. I thought the midfield today was phenomenal on in many respects. And I mean, where do we start? Do we start with Madison? Do we start with Heuberg? Do we start with Papa I, I, I think
2: Heuberg I think Heuberg because he's the holder. He's the holder. I think you start with Heuberg.
0: All right. So let's start with Heuberg. I thought Horvath did a marvelous job today. I mean, uh, I'm thinking if we're going to lose Horvath as the rumors suggest, or we are, right? We've got to find a solid replacement for him. You know, because he's such an engine in that area. He did a really, really good job today. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know what you think.
2: I, I I said it at the start. I thought you know, playing at six. So the thing about him that's very interesting, which I I've said several times. When we first bought him, um, we had Mourinho. And Mourinho played a 4-2-3-1, quite defensive or quite reactive version. But he, that was his job. His job was destroy and give, destroy and give. And under Postokoglu now, this the six or the defensive midfield player, he's more than just a destroyer. He's someone who recycles the ball, intercepts, recycles, Tries to start things, maybe like a little bit of a playmaker, and you know, Hoyberg is very underrated as a passer. But we've seen, we've all seen, we've all seen things where you know Pierre Heuberg puts in some wonderful passes, or he he knows how to spread play at the right time. And you know, uh, David Clark just put in a comment that Mano Solomon will break into the side. Make no, no mistake, mistake. I, I guarantee it. it. I, believe I believe it. it. I honestly do. We'll get to Mano Solomon later on, David, but wonderful comments. But yes, I agree with that. What do you think,
0: Sadiq? Uh, I, mean, I couldn't agree more. I, mean, I was going to say that I mean, this, we're going to come to Mano Solomon that down the line in this thing. And one of the things I loved about today's game was the fact that it showed us that we now have the makings of a good squad. Of a strong squad and options when people like Son come off or Kuzma comes off, you know, or Richardson comes off. So we have so much, so many options in in that in that area now. So which for me, given the way that um, Ange sets up his team and he allows them to play front foot football, I think Man Solomon will be an absolute star in that team. I mean, I mean, going going forward, I, I totally agree. Now, someone says, "I hope Bissouma has a good game."
2: maybe
0: that's me i think one of the things of of the with tech this second question is i keep having to meet <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: yeah
2: anyway yeah.
0: so yeah. we we've had a situation whereby we have um Heuberg playing now mm-hmm. if this comes in and Holberg doesn't play it's it just to you that i mean what uh, can we play with and Holberg together depending on the games we have i, I don't know so there's so much so much, so many options um, for the team, you know, and it's it's it, it, it's a good place to be in. we we, Pizuma, we really can't discuss him today because, okay, he didn't play, but it's obviously something that's um, some some option for, for for us to have as a team. And I mean, I, and he's played very well in preseason so far. So yeah, happy days, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, indeed, indeed. indeed. Um, and, then we uh, move on yeah, to. No, someone
0: else had a comment. Yeah, continue that conversation about Bisuma. I mean also we have um David Clark uh saying that what what is David Clark says that says Bisuma has been given the number eight and the captain's captain's armband. Is that true? Okay. <laughs> well well I, I, I don't know about I don't
2: know about the captain's armband, but the number eight, yes. yes. And maybe that's an indication that he's a starting defensive midfield. Maybe that's an indication. But I, I think, think Angie is very impressed with Bisuma. Bisuma's Bishuma. attitude has, has been first class, first class since, in, since since the start, the start of the in fact, I think, I think ever since Conte, Conte left, Bishuma you could see Bisuma slowly Bishuma becoming, becoming himself, himself, if I could say that. You know, because everyone realized that he wasn't really being deployed properly by Antonio Conte. He started from preseason, then he had his injury problems, he came back from injury problems. But Towards the end of that last season, playing under Ryan Mason, you could see he was trying to get his fields back. You know, a lot of golfers know that word the fields, where you where you, where you, where you get your fields back into your clubs and you start to get your your your, your groove back. You could see it, and slowly, 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 slowly building. Coming to this preseason, you're looking at him; he's in excellent physical shape. Besuma, he is he's he's so energetic. He's so enthusiastic about joining in on everything. You know, you know, but Pierre-Emil well, Hoiberg, yeah, mean, I, I think I would give him, give him a, a lot of, lot of credit, credit because in spite of the speculation, speculation here is a guy, guy who is, is still very professional. professional. He is he still is giving his, his all. all. He he was, he was intercepting some things, he things like, like he was, he breaking, was down breaking down play, play for, for Every time Shakhtar thought he had a sniff, sniff you would see him coming and he always has this thing where a player wants to turn last minute and Hoiberg just sweeps up the ball and gives it really quickly. And I thought, brilliant, He is he's the ultimate professional. I can never take that away from him. Sometimes I feel he annoys me. I thought he annoyed me because of the system he was playing in. But now seeing him playing under Ange, as much as I don't think he's a natural fit, I think he is still a fit and he's still good enough to do something. However, Ange wants to play. But in this thing, I think maybe Bisuma has the edge over him. And would he be happy to be a rotational player? Or would he be happy?
0: Or does he see himself as a full-on starter? That could be the issue there with Spurs as well. Well, I guess that's the that's the beauty of having Ange uh, as our coach and the options of options that he'll have. I mean, going forward. So it leads us with Madison Sa. I mean, come on, those guys played blind at you, didn't they? I mean, they. But let's let's start with Madison for instance, right? So I mean, Madison, you you, you take it away, Truma I mean.
2: What what, what 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 can i say is yes. um so, so i i was, I was growing, growing growing up or well, younger younger version of me i was a huge was fan of joko I, I found out that madison, madison was a joko fan and, and madison not only, only idolized joko madison got to play with him and was mentored by joko when joko more or less ended his career at coventry where madison was coming up as a teenager so they got to play together and the elements of Joko liked this thing where Joko, when he was younger, the younger Joko, before he moved to Chelsea, he was this guy that he would get the ball in an edge of the box, he's dropping shoulders, looking for a first-time pass, outside of the foot cross. He was very flair, the word flare. James Madison has flair. You could say for an English guy or British player, but this translates wherever he goes. And I didn't realize that, this was not the rumor. Apparently Pep Guardiola tried to buy him in January. Man City were going to buy James Madison. They wanted to, but Leicester told them they, they were not selling any players because of their battles and ensuing relegation. But they said Pep Guardiola was interested. And you look at the player Madison is, and I can understand why. He's only really learning how Ange wants him to play, but you can see it's coming with every game. The first game, I thought he wasn't really that good. He wasn't really that good. He wasn't really in it, but he tried. Second game, I said, okay, yeah, we're seeing bits of Madison. This game, it was like he came to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to show out, and am he here to show out that I am James Madison. I am the guy, you know? And I thought he was excellent.
0: Dave, Dave Clark says that he thinks that um... Um, Dave, what, what's Dave saying? Dave, Dave saying saying things that um, uh, Perisic and Poro are better crossers of the ball. Um, yeah, yeah. Than, than Son and Kulichewski.
2: Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yes, they are. They are. They are. They are. David, David, is very right. they are. He's right. But the thing is, I think Andy's system also. If you're not a crosser of the ball, you have to be good in the half space to get a chance to, on, to shoot and score. On score. So I think, I think therein lies like the thing. Then where Son and Kuserski are really good. Cutting into the half space, Kulu to create, Son to shoot. Son tried it once. I, I felt this when He couldn't bend it in the way he wanted to. But yeah, no, yeah. David, you're right. In terms of that, Poro and Perisic, I think we we'll look forward to that in the Barcelona game. We can't really talk about Perisic and, and Poro today, but Yes. yes, we look forward to seeing that,
0: that side in against, against Barcelona. Barcelona. Let's see what they can do. All right, coming up to, uh, to Sa. I mean, I'll just quick, quickly scroll to this comment from uh, Dave Clark. Dave says that give it two more seasons and Sa will be a top midfielder, able to play at the highest level. I agree. I mean, I'm not even sure two seasons. I mean, I think two seasons is way too long. Given to the end of this season and the way he's playing, you can tell that he's going to yeah. be a superstar. I mean, that guy is such... Is such a good, good baller. I mean, he's, he's composed, he's calm, you know. All he just needs a little bit more is just holding his craft to be accurate in, in, in shooting. I mean, look at the opportunities he had today. And, and you don't get those opportunities unless you're in the right position, right? And, of course, you have the right temperaments to be able to sort of take those chances when you to take, take take. So he kept going into right, those right positions as well. So for me, I agree, yes, he will be... A monster, I mean, that's that's uh, yeah, 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 true of the future, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, and and we have to, um, we also have to give some credit to um Fabio Paratici because he he got Sa, you know, let's be let's give credit where credit is due. He bought him, and everyone said, Oh, you know, who is this little young boy? Oh, we sent him alone to a French team. Oh, he can play well in the French league. He's not, and the boy was was growing, he was growing, he's added this height. A bit more since he's since he's moved. And I, I personally think he's getting used to his body, you know, and then getting used to his body playing full matches in England that is more physical. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, like, there's a way he strides. Like, even when you, you lose possession and the player is on the half turn. There's a way he knows to just come behind the guy, stretch his legs and get that ball, and he, and he doesn't get the ball and stop. He gets the ball on the run, and, it's, and that to me is a wonderful technique to have. He just steals the ball, he's already in stride, and if your players are really sharp, if, if, if he could have, let's say, extremely good passing, he could literally steal a ball or, as you say, counter press, get the ball back and create a chance. But because, but because he's still he's learning, learning his trade, trade, he holds on to the ball, the ball he, he, but he, he also breaks the lines break with his lines runs. runs. You, so you have some players who need to pass to break lines. He runs with the ball to break the line. And yeah, it's, I, I don't even know what position ultimately he will he will end up at. That's, that's the interesting thing, because I think I'm just looking at this guy and thinking, I have a guy who I can play him in two or three positions in midfield if I can. If he becomes, as he as becomes, he not if he becomes, becomes. As, as he, he becomes, becomes, you know. So, so, so I think we I have, have a we have, have a, gem a gem on our hands, and, and I think and we have a have very very good manager to to to, to, to polish, polish that, that gem, gem to make to it shine. shine. And, and I I, I can I I only see good see things, things for him. him. Like, like in a game where you're always like, it's different when you say play. You see, he played so well. I wish he had scored. I wish you know that's where you know you you've gotten someone you really really like. It's like oh wow. If only he
0: could have crowned his performance with a goal. You know, he he was that good today. He was imperious. Really
2: enjoyed him. Madison, have we talked about Madison at all?
0: Yeah, we yeah we did talk about Madison. We have talked about Madison. Yes, Dave Clark says lived in Leicester for decades, and so he knows all about Madison. Yes, I mean he's, he's a, a tough top player as well. You know, Uh that takes us to the to the front line. Now that front line, um, I think, I I think people who know Tottenham know that our front line has always. Anyway, they would never have any problems with us for frontline because in Kane, if, if, if some. I think the standard two will be Kane and Son. Uh, I mean, as in what you might call like almost like definite status it would then be a question of do we have Kulishevsky with it with them or do we have Richardson or you know, but some um, now, now we now have a solution whereby okay, Kane definite starter if he stays, and I, I think all indications are suggest that he will stay right. Um, obviously, in terms of him saying, we really don't know what that's going to look like. That, that, I mean, given what this is, how this is going to sort of uh, pan out. However, I mean, Kane is come on. What, what else do you want to say? Four goals. I mean, look at those four goals he took today. And he could have had more. He could have had more. You know, I mean, we're going to sort of uh, close with Kane if you like, um, from that from that perspective. But let's look at what we have. I mean, Son, you have Son on the on the left. on the left hand side today, didn't he? All right and Kubitschewski on the right. Now, we haven't had Perisic play at all. We haven't had, we had a young man play uh, come come on today for Son, uh, Man Solomon. Let's have a look at those two for for starters. I mean, I I think think Son played very well while he was on. But look at the impact Solomon had in the very, very short time that he came on. What does that tell you?
2: yeah oh okay yeah no okay sorry um yeah so son is not a winger it's it's pretty obvious he's not he's having to play on the wings and he's having to develop an understanding of what he has to do so i think he played well if i was going to give him a rating out of 10 i'd probably say like son was like a seven out of ten at best he he put in one brilliant cross that i really loved where the ball was still in the air in the first half, and he just whipped it across. And Kane gave him the thumbs up saying, I didn't know you were going to whip it across. I would have that would have been a goal for Kane. But that's how quick son thinks. He wanted to be isolated to go one-on-one with his defender. But it never really happened that way because they didn't they knew who he was, you know. And he now had to dovetail more with Destiny and Madison, like Dave Clark had just pointed out as well. Madison, Madison was making his way to the left and, left and allowing Son, Son come, come inside, inside. Because, because Son's, Son's greatest attribute, as we know, move. is he's a finisher, you know, and he made very good combinations. So while Son played well, I don't think, I don't think the role he, I think he's still learning the role. I don't think it's, it's an instant fit for him. I think it's going to take him time and, and the proof in the pudding was Mano Solomon came on and you saw it like <laughs> Mano Solomon came on and you knew he was, he had his full back on toast son was thinking all the time like should i come in should i not come in i don't want to be greedy. and then also i think son is also trying to avoid being greedy there's an element of greed you should have as a winger that can score but i think he was saying no no let me set up let me create let me cross you know there are times i felt if some beats this guy, Son is curling that ball top corner. That was yeah. my mindset. And, and there son were times when he, time.
0: com- he combined so well with Kane that, okay, they didn't come off, but you could see that understanding see so, exactly. so well. You know, and I mean, for me, I- I'm just I'm just happy, you know, because I- I'm happy with the outcome of the match. I'm happy with how uh, Solomon played. I'm happy with Kulishevsky. For me, Kulishevsky was probably the man of the match for me because of the way he created the chances, but the way he sort of kept, he kept going. on the back foot, you know, and yeah. the way he kept creating opportunities as well. Every time he got the ball, he was it was always like the like create an opportunity, create danger, you know, create uncertainty in, in the in the defense. And he, I mean, he had an assist in the end, you know. But for me, he was just simply unplayable. I, I call him Kulu
1: unplayable,
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Kulusevsky, was kulusevsky In my opinion, like I said to you in the start when I texted you, I was I was disappointed because I felt you were a bit too predictable and. It's not a problem being predictable. Like I said about Robin, one of my favorite players of all time, Ian Robin. I loved Robin. I absolutely loved him. You knew what Robin was going to do. But my goodness, you couldn't stop it.
1: This is it. And exactly. you know,
2: I, I know, I know, I know, you know, we, we, we hold him as an enemy and a rival down the road, but Bukayo Saka, same exact same thing. You know what he's going to do, but that young man has learned how to do it quicker. You know, and that's what I look at Kulusevski. I think Kulusevski is slow because he's a very creative player, you know, and creative players like that time, time and space thing. But if you're playing on the wings, I think there's a way you can do it where you have to be slightly quicker. But then I look at a player like, if I would say Kuliszewski would watch anybody, and I'm not saying I'm a coach, to tell him to watch anybody, I think he should watch someone like Bernardo Silva of Man City because Bernardo Silva is like him. He's left-footed. And he's also a creative midfield player that's playing out wide sometimes for, for, um, for Pep. But Bernardo is very effective. There are things he does that I think if Kulseski did the same things, I think it would work out very well for him. But I thought Kulsevsky played well. And I, like you said, he just kept going and going and going. And I think these 90 minutes has done him the world of good. 45 minutes was never good for him. Taking him off, bringing, no, let him play. Because also, we remember he didn't have much of a chance last year because of injury. So I think he's someone that the minutes will do him good, and we'll see how he goes. And then now we've come to the last person, which is, you know, um, um, Harry Kane, the Hurricane, oh, the man, man, of, the man of the moment. You know, four goals out, out, out of the, of the five, five. Um, drop deep sometimes. And the thing that made me laugh was I was just saying to myself. I said to my friend, he doesn't even need to drop deep. It's nice to see him drop deep and try and circulate play. But if he just stays where he is, they will feed him. And that's exactly who else would you want in the box to cross a ball? Harry Kane. Who else do you want to be fed through with a through ball? Harry Kane. And each time it was a perfect, it was almost like the perfect, perfect hat trick of sorts, you know, it's like two shots, one header, and then the penalty.
1: You can't, you can't ask for more, can you
0: really? I mean. He, he, he came in, did the job and you know came went, went off and I mean Dan Scarlet, come on, young man, come on, come oh. on. And uh, got, got,
2: you got, know got booked, got, he got booked. booked. He was a bit he was a bit rash yes. when he came on. And I, thought, I thought I actually I thought, thought that booking, I said, Oh, I hope he doesn't upset the young man, but like, you know, he should he should still he should press. press. He was trying to be a presser in doing that. But my goodness, like Kulosevsky passed to him behind him, stops the ball with one foot, swivels on the other, and Shoots it. I was like, like
0: that. And bang, about, and, uh, I was in. That was good.
2: About,
0: you know. Think about some. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, It's like um Dave Clark says. I saw Kulu sprint in training, and it was rapid. You know, so he's got. You know, he's <laughs> accelerating over I like short that. I like that, that being, David, I, I like like that, David. Be- I
2: like <laughs> Yeah. No. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It, you know. Maybe it could be a psychological thing he runs very fast i've seen him run fast with a ball for sweden as well but i think when he plays club football i don't know whether it's the fact that he wants to be more creative and you know you know i don't know but i think it will come also i think is um also i think is the fact that we the way we played under antonio conte was different he was getting the ball on the break and usually behind whoever it was that whole combination where King would drop deep some will be off and two of them are running and can puts put it behind you so it was easier for him but in this case where he has to run with a ball I think it's kind of different but yeah like I said all these are like baby steps baby steps we're going to we're going to be challenged a lot I like I said even the Barcelona game doesn't count to me I I, I think regardless of what happens in Barcelona um I think this is like very good foundation for a good season i don't know i I can't predict what the season would be from this game but if all these elements stay if the if harry kane stays and he starts whatever happens i think i think we're going to have a good season i really think we're gonna it was good to get our fans in to see this
0: yeah i mean you you say so you want kane to start every game well i'm not sure Mm -hmm. it's more of him starting every game but i think one of the keys is that um what we see here so far we have a team that is beginning to sort of take Angie's um, DNA and begin to play the way he wants to play. And we can see at the starts, almost straight up that look, he's playing front for football, he's playing positive football, He doesn't I mean he doesn't want to lose possession, he's keep possession, and there are gonna be loads and loads of opportunities for people to score. Not necessarily Harry alone. I mean, okay, um, then um came in towards the end. I mean he did he had he had one chance and he put it away. So phew, long may it continue. So if the uh, opportunities, I mean, for others to come in during, during 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 the course of the season, we've got Cup games coming up. So hopefully, like I said, optimistic stats. It looks things to look forward to and yeah, plenty of positives to to to, uh, to take from, 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 from the game. So, what would you say your, your five biggest takeaways from this match would be? I mean, let's start from, from number one. I mean, you take them, or well, I'll take
2: them. Biggest takeaway is Harry Kane is still the best finisher you could ever have. <laughs> That's number one. Harry Kane is, he is he, he, he's, he's proven his title as Tottenham's highest ever goal scorer. He, he, it's, it's a crown that he he can wear with pride, because you give the man a chance, Hurricane scores, and should Hurricane stay at Spurs uh, this season, he's in for another wonderful season and wonderful goal tally, you know, and yeah, that's it. Hurricane is, is 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 an assassin.
0: Yeah, for me, it would be um, Man Solomon, you know. Um, he comes on as an impact sub in a match, and he just makes that bit of difference, especially when we need to break down attack, especially when other teams are tiring, and, they, you know, they seem to be, and we don't seem to find a spark to, 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 to do it. I think having Mana Solomon on at that point in time would be an absolutely amazing addition. Right, number three. What's the third, third thing? <clears throat>
2: Um, Pierre-Emil Hoiberg is, is a very good player. Um, he, he did so much that went unnoticed in the game. Um, I think he does a lot that goes unnoticed. He's uh, someone who divides the Tottenham fan base. But my goodness, today he was, he was essential. And this is not... Yes, it was a preseason game. Shakhtar Donetsk have already started their season, so they are quite fit. But the way he passed around them... The way he handled the ball, the way he cleaned up after his midfield, circulated, recycled the ball, I thought, yeah, if, if it really came down to a decision, if I had to make the decision, I wouldn't let him go now. I, there was a point I said, yeah, if he's going, we can get a replacement, but why get a replacement when you already have the player? So in, in terms of that, I thought Hoybier had a wonderful game and whoever it is that plays with him or rotates has to up his game. It's very good competition.
1: number three are we done number three that's you. you do number three
2: three, yeah so you're four
1: yeah so
0: number four for me is the way the squad is shaping up in terms of uh squad depth you know we're beginning to see from um the the way that angie is set up that we have clearly front foot football we have plenty of competition for places and it's going to look really really good Uh, coming into the season. and and I'm I'm looking at it from the setup. The setup looks good. The players are beginning to look like they understand how he wants to set up. But the reality of it is that we won't know until the season kicks up, but the prospects look good.
2: But finally. Number five, I think uh, Tottenham Hotspur fans will be very, very happy with the fact that they've gotten their football back. That's the biggest takeaway. I think people going there, to, they saw attacking football, they saw players that actually moved, switched positions, attacked for most of the 90 minutes. It was, I think it was almost 70% possession by Tottenham. And it wasn't just useless possession, it was possession aimed at penetrating and executing to score goals. Something we've not been used to for the last three, four years. So it's, it, it was great for the fans to see. I think the fans go away hopeful um, based on whatever happens transfer-wise. And also the fans got a chance to see Mickey van der Ven, um, who's been gotten, and is supposed to be carrying out his medicals this week. So it gives them hope that they're acquiring players that can fit Ange Posikoglu's methods. And Postecoglou's methods are already showing signs, shoots of improvement in certain players we wrote off as well. So, I think the fans can be quite enthusiastic about a good season ahead.
1: Yo. Uh, Kane is away.
0: He, he hopes he's wrong. I hope he's wrong too. Now, David Clark. David Clark. Now, listen to this. Uh, David Clark says he's supported Tottenham since 1961. That's over 62 years ago, right? So I've been a Spurs greatest ever. since Spurs greatest players, right? And so, you know, and as of course he's seen us win many trophies. He's played table tennis with Usur- Usubio in 1966. Walk up and shook hands with Sir Tom Finney. We have got to take a bow for you uh, David Clark. Thank you so much for joining us. Honestly. Yeah, thank, I, you, thank you. Thank you for being involved find...
2: as well. Someone like you that's seen it all wonderful.
0: You know, I I need to find this applause thing on my on this mic thing <laughs> on this on this set of things, and give you a big round of applause. Honestly, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank for Ali. your comments. We, we really really appreciate it. Well.
2: There you go. You're back. <laughs> okay.
0: Fantastic. Give are looking for applause. <laughs> right. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Now uh, you says you still say, it say Griefs is still uh, the greatest of the world.
2: <laughs> no greatest goal scorer. I didn't say greatest player. I said greatest goal scorer. Yeah. I chose my words very carefully.
0: And he won three cops, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, you says he was he cried when we were relegated in nineteen seventy seven. Some, some of the people who, who listen to us now weren't even born then, but hey, there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born then either. So <laughs> well,
0: there you go. So David Clark says um, Spurs' best ever player, John White. A lot of people don't even know who John White is.
2: Yeah, no, my dad, my dad, my dad told me who John White. My dad. Right. Okay. My, my my dad my dad is a, my dad my dad is a Greaves man. But, but close it's second it's with John White. White yes, yeah. my dad is yeah. a Greaves yeah. guy. But John White was next. And then uh, Gilzine as well. He doesn't look at anyone else <laughs> after that. I'm a huddle guy.
0: This is it, you know? And well, even though I-, I know those guys, I'm still a Kane guy. So I've seen it all. <laughs> I think, you know, even though Kane so, hasn't won anything for us yet. So, you know, but... so
2: wait, wait, so, so, so you're saying Kane as... So I said I Kane as goal scorer. I didn't say yeah. as greatest ever player. My right. greatest ever player is, to me, is Glenn Hoddle. So you're uh, saying player, player. not goal scorer?
0: I think player. I mean, because ultimately, it's got... Wow. To it well. I mean, listen, okay, so... There, <laughs> there, There's so many things you, you want to see. I mean, when you go to a match, you want to hear excitement. You want to sort of get up your seats and cheer. And, and you know... I mean, Kane. Whenever you get into that stadium, you know he's going to score a goal. And, you know, <laughs> for me, that I, I, that's it. I mean, um, Again, those things are a matter of opinion, aren't they? So, I mean, some people, <laughs> might, not agree with you. Some people might not agree with you. would no, love to no, hear from true. you uh, uh, if, you're, if you're watching this. Who's your uh, who's first greatest ever player? I uh, would love to hear from you. Um, Dave Clark says John White, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one. He, that's the one who died when he was hit by lightning. Uh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, he was 27.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was tragic, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right. I remember that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so thank thank you very much, guys. It's been an absolutely fantastic uh, episode with plenty of uh, com- com- contribution from from our guests, uh, from uh, our you, the audience. This is what we'd love to see. Thank you so much. I really really love love this. Thank you uh, for your contribution. Thanks for your comments. Thank you for those who haven't. Um, thank you for those who, who watch us. And if you haven't subscribed, please go to and hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you also want to hit the uh, notification bell button to get notified anytime we go live. It's been a pleasure being here. Uh, grief scores his goals at a better rate than Kane. Are you serious?
2: Yes, he did. <laughs> he
1: did. Oh, well, there you go.
0: <laughs> so, so there, yeah, there awesome. you go. I mean, um, honestly, we I guess it's a matter of, it's a matter of generation, isn't it? Um, what, yeah, it's a generational you, in, thing. In, Whoever is in the
2: generation, right? Absolutely. <laughs>
0: you know, but... Um, Find out what from you before we, before we close this off.
2: Um, uh, a five star, a five star performance from Tottenham. Uh, five star, five goal performance from Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Four goals and a five star performance from Harry Kane. Uh, looking, forward <laughs> game, looking, looking forward to the next game. Looking forward to the next game. Why am I
0: laughing? Why am I laughing before you? Before you go, because Eric says, the- "Wow, so you Kane." Really? Of
2: course, it has I to be Kane. Eric, 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 like I said, Eric, oh, honestly, be, be, don't, don't,
0: don't, is... for, don't forget, for me, I mean, for you to score that many goals in a Spurs team, right? And you're looking at even being the top scorer in the league, I mean, in Premier League history,
2: that is but phenomenal. It wasn't, it, even it wasn't there, yes. without create, creativity. Yeah, it was without creativity. It was the Spurs team that was front foot. foot. For majority of those goals, he scored majority of those goals, I think, in the the era of the Poche era, did he not? So, yeah, you kind of look at, but anyway, no, 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 it's it's a thing. But like I said, the performances are great. Uh, Spurs have played very, very well. Uh, We're all looking forward to possibly the Barcelona game, regardless of result. And uh, yeah, I, and I'm really, really thankful for the involvement. I really enjoyed reading David Clark. Yeah, Brian David, thank well. you so much. And the the Celtic, is, I mean, on
0: Kane over his career. I mean, come on. So yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you Ken, Ken Kane is nowhere near ended anyway. So yes, we see how far that that that, that how far what sort of heights he hits, but
1: Love you know, being
0: um, <laughs> not many would be for a huddle. Well. I love Hardrow as well. No, don't don't get me wrong, you know. But I mean, uh, yes, it's it's. There's so many players to choose from, you know. You have Hardrow, you have well, Modric. Okay, we well, didn't spend
2: too long with us, you know. But you know, uh, modric, modric and Bale. Don't get into the conversation, in my opinion. Well,
0: there there you go, you know. Um, coming, <laughs> uh, you which is right. I mean, you, you say that look, it's got 357 league goals, so you know. And football didn't start with the Premier League. That's that's grief. You know, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know. So yeah, I mean, and then you've got to say, I mean, Kane
2: and on horrible pitches, horrible absolutely, absolutely. muddy, muddy pitches.
0: Yeah, and then it says Kane's a true great because grief played for great because teams when Kane didn't. You know, ah, oh, my goodness, my goodness. You've mentioned something there, which I, I know we've said this this. Thread of saying who's the greatest player, and he's put Dembele is a true great. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Musa Dembele. Dembele, come on! Now, for ah, Dembele that's, is that's, the great. That's, that's another big shout. You know, I love Musa Dembele. I bits. agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Beast of a player. You know, it just it's a shame that he didn't he didn't really stay that long with us. You know, I came out. You know what? Well, I love Dembele. Dembele had this silky scales, You know. Someone, someone wrote something someone wrote a piece which I which I read was that when Dembele picks up the ball, right? He drops his shoulder and the whole stadium moves with his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh it's very very poetic
0: act. you know you know it's like doctor and the whole thing moves in that direction and he changes his face, he's, he's a, and everyone's left before i you yeah. call him a
2: delicious he's a delicious player yeah
0: delicious. yeah oh Dave, david well, you're spoiling you us with your with your insight into the game today <laughs> van der
2: Vaart, a genius
0: absolutely correct i can't van, yeah. van
2: Vaart, i think van der Vaart is our best january signing of all time I yes I, I i would agree to that yeah, signing yeah. transform
0: window signing he's one of the best and he still supports us till today, you know? Every time, you today. know? He's so, so, so passionate about Tottenham, about you know? And, even though he wasn't there for that long, he, you know?
2: Been, and he's been gracious enough to give up his VDV to uh, Mickey van der Ven. And he's happy for him to be called VDV like, like he, we called him, it's so nice.
0: Yeah, and um, you also say that with players trying to chop you in half <laughs> to get better production now, which is true. I mean, you yeah, don't... exactly, exactly. I mean, exactly. it's sort of tackle the glory they got away with in those days you can't get away with those tackles I, these days bite you know? your
2: legs it could be players called norman bite your legs hunter
0: oh Norman hunter get, gosh get, i love norman hunter for
2: for brutality and you still end up scoring a lot of goals in the first division no jimmy greaves is really someone yeah, yeah. rest in peace Thank oh, you. Th- <laughs> he says, it,
0: please, huh? man. What a grace! What a great dive! Are we grace?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice uh, thank one. you so much, thank you for the contribution. I love this. Thank
0: you, guys. we'll have to shut this down, and uh, yeah, hopefully, we'll see you <laughs> after the Barcelona game. Yeah, um, exactly. subscribe to the channel, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to see you guys uh very soon. Uh, in the meantime. Let's have a look, come and on then one. we say, come on, come on East, East.
2: <laughs> hey guys.
1: Guys, take care.
2: Ah, interesting, boy. I like, I like this. this.